I'm recording. Oh, I've got it. Shit, hang on. We didn't need to hear that. Okay. Let me turn that up. That's a little better. This is a low budget production, my friend. All right, here we go. Hi there. Happy Thursday. It's February 28th, 2018, 2019, and I'm Eric. Talking at you as always from beautiful downtown Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, where last night I learned the hard way that you should never take a laxative and a sleeping pill at the same time. That makes for a very shitty sleep. <laughs> How are you tonight, Gord? I am good, Eric. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing okay, except for the fact that I can't hear a word either of you two are saying. So this is going to be a rough production. Oh, that was fantastic. That just came out of nowhere. Um, a few years ago, this, uh, this happened to me. And I, I think, Gord, I don't know if you remember this. Uh, buddy with the, the police department. Oh, my God. Here, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm 
Just a that is brilliant. Actually, I've got a guy, I've got a guy right here at my work that just stole a knife from a cop. It's a brilliant a little lock blade, and I thought that tied in perfectly to uh, what I wanted to talk about and what Adrian wanted to talk about were these uh, CBSA knife rules that are going on. Because this guy's got a cop's knife. It says, "Say no to drugs, say yes to life." Right? It's engraved in the handle. It's brilliant. And naturally, the first thing you want to do is steal it from a cop and bring it and show it off at uh, where I work. That's awesome. Just, uh, yeah, just the, the brain waves that flow through this place on a daily basis are remarkable. So I'll tell you what, guys, I'm going to try to make things a little better for us here because on my end, it's kind of ridiculous. What I'm going to do, I'm going to flip to a song real quick and try to get set up a little better. Are you guys cool with that? All right. Uh, this is a song by uh, uh, Rocky Fortune and the Rich Stones. It's coming out, uh, fuck, who knows, next month, month after, I don't know. This is called Bring Out the Thunder. <laughs> Let you be 
out the thunder by Rocky Fortune in the Rich Tones. That album is coming out someday. Um, so one of the things that uh, Adrian wanted to talk about, guys, was uh, the CBSA laws that came into effect around this time last year, uh, effectively making any knife that could be opened with one hand a prohibited weapon in Canada. A um, lot of backlash um, against this, including from uh, a big company that Gord likes very much, House of Knives. Um, now, Adrian, I'm not sure your take on this, but uh, I'm just going to turn it all over to you because you know a lot more than I do about the situation, and uh, you seem to have an opinion on it. So it's all yours, buddy. Go take it away. Right. Well, that's the that's the question now, right? They, you have to be able to determine what's what's has a purpose and what's recreational, or is that? Am I understanding that correctly? Right, so you can carry any knife, any blade size on you at any time. It's just up to the police's discretion of whether they think you're causing or might cause damage with that knife while it's on you. Right. And Right, and I'm being told it's up to the individual police forces whether or not they want that to translate into any sort of meaningful action on their part. They don't have to. If you get through the CBSA, uh, the massive uh, in, intelligent community they've run, um, the, the other police forces don't have to pursue you. It's not against, you're not breaking a law at that point. Well, does the border, does the CBSA, do they not have different law? Like, are they are they bound by Canadian law, or do, are they sort of an independent governing force where they kind of, you know, they, they have border law? Right. So it's a matter of saying you can't import these knives. It's a, it's a minor law that's basically meant to say that it's like somebody visiting from another country cannot bring a knife into the country that wasn't brought in through a business. 
But now they've taken it so far as saying nobody is allowed, not even the reputable knife company is allowed to bring a knife over the border. Right. And why, Adrian, is this such a point of contention for you? So what you're saying is essentially is you want to be able to stab people. That's what you're saying. You want to stab a motherfucker, right? Well, it's clearly, I mean, why else would you want to have knives? Well, exactly. It's like... Well, we all know if once in a while those mattresses can get out of hand, they need a good shanking. That goes without saying. It's like prison in there. So you both think it should be you both think it should be perfectly legal to be a psycho killer. That's that's basically the gist of this argument. Sure, if you want to go Oh, oh, is that what this is about stabbing Trudeau? Is that what this is all about? You're trying to kill Trudeau with a pocket knife. go back in time and kill Father Trudeau so he doesn't have a kid? Is that the... Oh, that's the thing. He can get away with it. No, you're not allowed to say things like that. Um... I, I, I'm not... But only if you can get that blade across the border. Right. Which is... Uh, well, you know, I, it's not a real tight itinerary this summer on our summer trip. We could try to work in uh, a little swing over to Ottawa. That's right beside you, isn't it? I say we could probably swing by Ottawa while I'm there, right? It's it's right next door to you. Yeah. My my understanding of Ontario is it's there's Toronto and then everything else is a part of Toronto, so it can't be that far. No, not really. So uh, maybe. I'm part of the GTA. 
So what do you want to see? Sorry guys, what do you want to see happen, Adrian? Do you want this completely taken away? There should be absolutely no laws regarding knives whatsoever, is what you're saying. I, I think we, I think, I don't think they should completely take away the laws of, of, of entry or, sorry, import or export on knives. I think they need to relax and, and realize that by not allowing the import of, of, of knives or companies like Steelwheel or Kershaw's, or any of these knife companies who are importing their knives into Canada to companies like House of Knives or Ming Wo or and if you agree or disagree any, 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 any company that's selling knives and stores are selling these knives whatever you're talking about I don't care I just think that they should you know relax on a little bit and allow these guys to through with, with some bit of so if you want to respond to what Adrian is saying, hang on, guys. If you want to respond to what Adrian is saying tonight, you can uh, give us an email, Eric and Gord at Outlook.com. This is our guest Adrian who's saying it should be mandatory for every Canadian to carry a big knife, and uh, we should all have to own them and stab each other freely. Uh, Eric and Gord at Outlook.com. If you agree with him. True. We looked up the last time we talked about this. We looked up the stats on that, and uh, a good percentage of them were with kitchen knives, and another a large percentage were by children under the age of twelve. Um, so they're, they're not a popular tool in the use of uh, or in the commission of crime by any means. Yeah. 
there's no basis for it to begin with anyway. It just it makes no fucking sense. Yeah. And, it, and, and all it's done is just fuck up the entire industry in Canada. Well, they... they Well, again, and now. No, go ahead. And this was... And let me tell you, I know from personal experience, I just learned this recently, that if uh, they ask you if you have a police record, and you say, well, yeah, everybody has synchronicity on cassette somewhere, uh, they don't find it funny. Um, yeah, they, they don't find that funny. And we've got some pretty brutal cops. I know you're in North Van, so if you've got the RCMP, they're kind of, uh, they march to the beat of their own, uh, drums there. But we've got VPD down here, and they just won't hesitate to just shoot you. Especially if you have a knife. I'm in the middle of a podcast. Oh, hey! <laughs> I don't think they heard you. But it'll be recorded. They just they didn't hear you. What? You are, actually. Sorry, I got some, some co-workers want to come say hi to you guys because you're a big deal. Yeah, sorry, uh, we're we just having some trouble with uh, our audience here tonight. I think you can just pick up where, where we interrupt you there. Sorry, man. Hey, 40 year old man, same worry every weekend. Like, can I see it? I'm like, okay, I'm 
I'm not sure that he even would be entitled to keep that. I think he's allowed to take it to the station, and then you're allowed to send someone to go pick it up. That's my knowledge of the law. It could be a little... I'll tell you the greatest thing you can do if you ever do get a fine for that uh, anything, public intoxication or anything like that, um, they are not allowed to refuse your payment. If you go in to pay it, uh, they have to accept it. I learned this when I was very young. I went in and paid a $150 fine in pennies that I unrolled and put in a box and then poured a Coke over so it would be nice and sticky the next morning. It took in $150 in unrolled pennies, and they're not allowed to refuse payment. Have a good weekend rolling those, boys. Oh yeah, it took two of us to carry this box. It wasn't easy to get in there, and there, and someone had to sit there and roll those. <laughs> Another good tip, whether it's the CBSA or any of our municipal police forces, uh, you can demand to be served in French. That's your constitutional right. Um, you don't have to speak a word to them until they provide a French-speaking officer, and uh, you don't actually have to speak French to demand that. That's everybody's right. Yeah. Well, no, and then you just sit there and you don't understand a word the guy says to you, and it's hilarious for hours. You gotta, you gotta have nothing better to do that day. Um, you, you have to make sure you've got nothing better to do that day, and you don't mind being tasered. And other than that, it's hilarious. Whatever.
and I just had my, I had my, my school pack, my backpack with me that I used for school all the time, so I just used that for my carry-on. And I always got my little walking tool in there, and I forgot I had it on me in the back. And I remember getting on, getting through security, I was like, hold on, I gotta double check something. And it was too late, before we, when we were in the line, and I realized, holy, yeah. oh my god, I have to No one's here? They just walked in, but... Her and her mother, her feet, and her mother moved in. Yeah, I'm so glad they just walked in. Just a beautiful lady. Jeez. You know what's funny about that, though? Because when I... But they had a lot of shit in it. Because they were like, do you want to send it to your house, or do you want to keep it here? And I was like, I couldn't... I didn't have time to write my... My address down. So I was just like, I... I don't know. They didn't really... I just love that for exactly a year now I've been asking people to come on this show and talk with us and uh, the first person that takes us up on our offer is just a knife-wielding anarchist. I love it. <laughs> just a government-hating, knife-wielding uh, border cop killer. Um, couldn't ask for a better guest to start us off with. It really is. Um, we're just coming up on the uh, half hour mark here, and uh, believe it or not, Gord, we have to take a break at the half hour mark, um, just the way I'm recording this tonight, because um, we're going out live just for our buddy Adrian. So I'm just going to take a little minute right now to say a few things about the Champion Tree Entertainment Company who make this show possible. Champion Tree Entertainment Company is the one-stop solution for the independent artist, musician, or actor looking to launch a new career, possibly breathe life into an existing one. Anything you need to do that, the Champion Tree is here to help you with, including this year signing an awesome joint venture deal with a company called Bullet Marketing, in which we can now offer you low-interest, low-barrier loans to uh, make it even easier to explore your potential, realize your dreams. That's the Champion Tree Entertainment Company, because the only things in life that are impossible are the things you don't try. Um, you can get a hold of them. You can reach them at my new... Uh, I've started a new uh, email specifically for them, and it is I don't like that outlook.com. There you go. So, everybody, check that like link out, take a look, and uh, start your new fucking career. You never know. You could do worse. I'm, you, could, you could possibly end up being as far ahead in life as I am at 40 years old. That's what the champion tree promises. You'll get at least as well off as I am today. That's, that's, uh, Adrian, in case you don't know, I'm homeless. And, um, but if you followed the show, you know. Um, okay, we're just going to take a quick little breather here while I reset things up, because uh, um, I didn't mean to record live. So uh, just give me a minute here, and we'll be right back.
Whatever you're talking about, I don't care. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, okay, we're just gonna. I'm. I'm just gonna let Spreaker do its thing. I don't know what the hell is going on here, and frankly, I don't give a shit. Um, I wanted to say, Adrian, thanks for coming on and doing this, buddy. I hope we can have you back again when uh, things aren't quite so insane. Um, in the meantime, I'm gonna let you and Gord uh, have a final thought on any subject you want to bring up. The floor is yours for the next uh, however long you want. Yeah, I never understood why prostitution was illegal. I think it, they just have it's it, that should be like that's the most obvious way to make money. I don't understand it. Yeah, and I don't understand why it's such a big deal because by having it illegal, all you're doing is just putting people in jeopardy. No, exactly, and. And I will be the first to say my retirement plan depends solely on lipstick and knee pads. That's all I've got going for me. <laughs> and that's not a bad thing, you know. I mean, I don't plan to live long enough to retire. They do a lot of work with them. They work with a lot of different groups. And I find it just really interesting that you know you still hear, like you know, cops setting up things to bust the guy for trying to pay a woman so you can have sex with her. Right. Although we've completely taken care of that problem here in uh, beautiful Burnaby, British Columbia, where we've got the robot uh, whorehouse, where for ninety minute for ninety dollars you can spend forty five minutes with a uh, robotic sex doll and uh, do whatever you're fancy. Um, I think that's awesome. I'm sorry. I just think that's great. It's a brothel. It's a brothel. But you can but you're not having sex with a woman, you're having sex with a fuck doll. And it's ninety dollars for forty-five minutes, and I'm sorry. I think this is just the greatest thing to me. Uh, 
Well, I think it's going to do a lot better than anybody thinks. Well, absolutely. Why wouldn't it? It's a fantastic idea, and you know, here's a, a, a beautiful, non-judgmental woman. Finally, you can just have a good evening with, and you don't even have to uh, say good night. It it just. I mean, at, least you have, at least you don't have to worry about any allegations like that. No, exactly. I say it's game on. Sorry. The question is, which one of us is gonna try it out first? Oh, buddy. If I had 90 bucks, I'd be there right now, not talking to you. Hey, Gord, that's you, buddy. Come on, man. I, yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't need to pay for it. I'm fine. <laughs> so, I, I think the general... Cons- I prefer my girl with me. You're, you're, you're not hearing that pussy in there, bud. Jesus. Yeah, we are. I'll go with, I'll go with my Kershaw. Trust me, there won't be much left for those rubber dolls. Well, no, you'll be... Uh, well, I'd just be nervous you want to go there to stab them. See, yeah, a- we're a- Adrian's waiting until we have a warehouse full of dolls that he can go and stab. Oh, hey. Uh, we, you, well, yeah, we'll send you something similar to that, too. I think I've got the uh, flashlight kicking around somewhere that I don't use anymore. Um Good, that's right. We have yet to mention the barbecue, and this draw is coming up fast, and uh, people have started to enter. We've got a few different entries now. Um, and this is, of course, for the draw on May 17th of 2019 for the million, well, $1,500,000 barbecue set that we're giving away on our 100th episode. Uh, Gord, we'll let you tell everybody what you're giving them. how easy it is to win this damn thing all you have to do is find Eric and Gord what if we're right somewhere online I prefer Spotify but that's just me because they pay my bills Um, all you have to do is listen to an episode of the show and write a review you can leave that review on Facebook, Twitter you can send it to us, Eric and Gord at Outlook.com or you can leave it at Podchaser.com leave it wherever the hell you want, I'll find it sooner or later leave us a review and you're entered into the draw uh, there's no limit to how many times you enter. Each new review is a new entry. So you want to listen to 100 episodes and be entered 100 times? You got a pretty good chance of winning since I think at last count we had three people enter this thing. Out of 4,400 listeners, that's pretty sad. Uh, but you got a good chance of winning. The draw will be May 17th. Um, that's going to be held by a completely partial judgmental guy because this thing is totally rigged. But um, good luck to – it's not. I'm lying. Good luck to everybody. I really want to see this uh, take off because we've got a lot of other good prizes to give out uh, throughout the year. Um, and how many, how many entries do you have for that uh, call down there? Uh, for the website? 
So far, at my last count, uh, prior to the show this afternoon, we were at three. You you got a one in three chance, and two of those are me, and I'm not eligible to win. So I'm not that. There, there's uh, one guy, but he didn't give his real name, so he's not. He doesn't stand a chance. I'll wait for, I, I think by the end of it, it's going to be half half of our listeners from Ashburn, Virginia, and a bunch from El Salvador are just going to win this. They're going to run away with this thing. That's true, because we are, we, uh, we may or may not be taking care of that, uh, Uh, yeah, we're, I, I'm not paying to send that thing to El Salvador. I'm sorry, guys. I know we're, uh, thank you for listening to the show down there. It's really cool. Um, thank you for considering us educational. That's retarded. Um, uh, but we're not, we're not, I'm not paying to send knives to El Salvador. I think the last thing they need in that part of the world is us supplying them with more weapons. Yeah, it was a, It was actually out of the top 400. We ranked number 45 in educational podcast in El Salvador. So I don't know what the hell they're teaching their kids down there, but. Uh, I mean, yeah, you guys keep, keep it up. Make sure the kids are set. Yeah, yeah. That, well, thank you. Uh, and it, something we haven't updated, but I think Gordon, I'm gonna put uh, Adrian here on our list. Um, uh, I haven't talked about it for a while, but Elon Musk is building me a getaway ship uh, for when um, Planet X is going to collide with the Earth. Uh, me and Elon and uh, Gord are taking off in our getaway ship. Currently, the list of people who are allowed to survive are uh, Jeff Foxworthy, Kate Beckinsale, Kid or Play, Chris from Propagandy, um, Keith Coogan, of course, of uh, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead fame, as well as Adventures in Babysitting. Uh, Kurt Smith from Tears for Fears, uh, the Dave Matthews Band tour bus driver, so he can teach us how to dump shit on people as we fly away. And uh, now Adrian, I think Adrian's the, uh, being added to the list. Gord, would you agree? Uh, yeah, I think I think Adrian needs to be added to that list now. I think that's would be So Adrian Sigur, he's on the list, so I will I'll pass that on uh, along to Elon tonight. Um, The list of the list where um, when we are convincing Elon Musk to send us all into outer space. Uh, yeah, I want to go there. Are you kidding me? Let's go. There you go. I already tweeted him. He's already it's already in the works. I'm sure he got my tweet and is has just not. He's so busy building the ship, he hasn't got back to me yet. make a point of uh, we will make a point of telling him I'm going to uh, put an end to this madness uh, right away here guys because uh, I 
completely cleared the room here at work. There was about 30 people. We're now down to about two because people just don't want to hear me and they can't hear you. Um, this is a lot of fun. I, Adrian, I hope you'll uh, come back and do it again when uh, we can not be such a hot mess. Um, but it was great to have you on. Um, we're going to send you something cool for being on the show. I'm not sure what yet, but we've got some great gifts for guys like you. I'm going to come back in roughly 23 hours and do this again with or without you guys. Uh, so until then, everybody, take care of each other. I certainly hope so. And on that note, and what am I doing here? Oh, we're just ending on the same high we started on. This is great.
don't give a shit! Whatever you're talking about, I don't care.